I don't wanna be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free, so you could hear the truth. Yeah, no. Hey guys, welcome back to the Truth For Youth podcast with Micah Murphy. I am the host and this is the podcast that is dedicated to teaching you and telling you about biblical truth. Not my truth, not the world's truth, but the truth that we get from God, the truth that we get from the Bible. So we've been in a series called Cults and World Religions and we've been going over different world religions, the most popular uh, across the world, kind of what they believe, who their key founders are, and one of the big important questions that everybody wants to know, at least me in particular, is what do these cults or these religions teach about what happens when we die? Or what about the afterlife? So these are the things that we're going over. Again, here's my weekly disclaimer during this series. I am in no way an expert and know all the ins and outs about all these cults and world religions. But I have studied the majority of them and I have spent time uh, researching and even speaking to some people within these organizations or within these religions. So I do have a good grasp on them. And the point of this podcast or these podcasts is to just give you an, an information. What are the key things? What are the major beliefs? Not to go into all the little intricate details, the ins and outs. Uh, the podcast would be extremely long in multiple series on each religion if that were the case. Again, I hope that you listening uh, will go do your own exploration. You go do your own research. Don't believe it because I said it. Don't believe it because maybe somebody else said it. Go find some good um, scholarly material to read, to research, to learn, and get the full story. Um, once again, religions are complicated, right? They're, they're very detailed. So... We're only scratching the surface, okay? But we are talking about the major foundations, the major beliefs that are critical to understanding these religions and to, to buying into them, okay? If you, you know, believe them, then these are the things that you're believing about them. With that being said, this is number six. We're talking about Mormonism today, um, also known as LDS, Latter-day Saints. You may have heard of uh, the Church of Latter-day Saints or LDS. That's the same as Mormonism, um, Mormons. I'm sure there's different, you know, branches or divisions, you know, not, not all can be grouped into one, kind of like Christianity, how you have different denominations, but uh, we're going over the general um, history and key points of Mormonism today. All right, so let's get into Again, where did it come from? Who's the, who's the founder? How did this come about? Okay, that's, that's an important thing to cover. So the history dates back to a guy named Joseph Smith, who was born in 1805 in Vermont. And when he was 14 years old, uh, he wanted to know which of all the churches were true. He, like probably many people today, are, is like, well, which is the right religion or which are which are true churches versus churches that are preaching maybe something that's false. And so he set out on a journey, right? So he wanted to figure out which one was, was the correct teaching. And he, he claims that one day while he was praying that he was visited on his family farm by God himself, God the Father and Jesus Christ. So both God and Jesus appeared to him and spoke with him and told him that all the Christian churches were wrong and that their leaders were corrupt. That's a, that's a pretty big um, 
revelation, okay? That's a, that's a big deal. That's what he was told, or he claims that he was told, okay? And that God wanted to use him, Joseph Smith, to turn everything around, right? To reestablish true Christian church, and that the Book of Mormon would be the means of establishing correct doctrine. Um, then a couple years later, Smith, again, while praying in his bedroom, he received a heavenly visit from an angel who introduced himself as Moroni, and that Moroni used to be a human and was a great warrior that lived among the ancient people called Nephetites, and about 600 years before the birth of Christ. And he himself sailed from Jerusalem all the way to the Western Hemisphere. All right, now there's a lot about Joseph Smith and his journey and, and uh, even some historical tablets that he claimed um, that he was given special divine intervention, basically, to be able to decipher these ancient Hebrew hieroglyphics. And that's kind of where the Book of Mormon came from. But there's a bunch of controversy around that. Years later, it wound up being actually some Egyptian hieroglyphics according to burial and death and not having anything to do with, with religion. But again, that's, that's kind of a rabbit trail. We're not going to chase that today. Um, but again, there's, there's history there. So if you want to do more research and learn more about Joseph Smith um, and kind of where the Book of Mormon and, and kind of the, the core beliefs where he felt like it was revealed to him, by all means, go do that. All right, so then uh, around 1830, Joseph Smith decided to start his first church, okay? So start the Church of Christ is what he called it, the Church of Christ with five of his followers, and they were going to establish it in Missouri. They believed that was going to be the New Jerusalem, or at least he wanted to establish a New Jerusalem in Missouri. I guess that's what he felt called to do. However, um, you could imagine there was some controversy according to some of his claims and his beliefs. And at some point, um, Joseph got arrested. He got arrested for inciting a riot and destroying, or at least the riot, the people destroyed this popular newspaper that said negative things about him. And he didn't like it, and so he went and destroyed uh, this this paper, this newspaper, and and maybe caused a riot in the process. Well, while he was on trial, awaiting, um, you know, this whole uh, accusation in 1844, an angry mob storms the jail and they shoot and they kill Joseph. However, he had a smuggled-in six-shooter, thankfully, right, and and he took out three of the the attackers. Um, three of the attackers, uh, two of which died from gunshot wounds. But needless to say, Joseph Smith died during that attack. Um, Later, a guy named Brigham Young became the successor of Smith, and he moved the whole group out to Utah. Now, that name may sound familiar. That's because it's Brigham Young University, right? BYU out in Utah. You may know of that university. So, Uh, Young was actually the founder of Salt Lake City and became its first governor. He was a practicing polygamist, meaning that he had multiple wives. That's one of the other controversy things within uh, Mormonism. Uh, Some, I think, take the side of polygamy is, 
is part of their heritage, part of their religion, and that's what you are to do. Some side on that you shouldn't do that, and the church itself has taken both sides. They've kind of gone back and forth. Um, so that's that's kind of one of those bits of controversy, I guess, within the church themselves. But Young himself was a practicing polygamist, and it's been reported that he had 55 wives. That's a lot. All right, so what are the key beliefs? So that's your key figures. That's the kind of the foundation, kind of where it came from, the history. Now, the key beliefs. What do they believe about God? Okay, so God, they view, is not an eternal God. He is not the creator. He is not the alpha and the omega that Christianity teaches. He, in fact, was just a, an exalted human being. He lived on a planet similar to Earth, and he progressed his way through Earth by doing good deeds in his belief system, and he became this exalted human and um, eventually became God of, of Earth. And we're going to talk a little bit more about you know, what does that mean, being exalted and, and this other. But So their concept of God is, again, an exalted human being that didn't create all, that God cannot create matter, that God only organizes the matter that currently exists. And there's not just one God. There are actually multiple gods. There's this long procession of gods that could potentially be in the millions. So the God of earth is only one God of perhaps millions of other gods. And there will be perhaps millions of other gods come after this particular God. We'll talk a little bit more about that when we talk about the afterlife so you kind of understand a little bit more about the belief in, in God. All right, so what about Jesus? So if that's what they believe about God, what do they believe about Jesus? Pretty important part because this is what Christianity really focuses on, Jesus being the Savior, being the Messiah. So their view of Jesus is that he was literally the Son of God and his mother is called Heavenly Mother, okay, and that he is just one of, of um, other, I guess, children of this God and this Heavenly Mother, that in fact, Lucifer, also known as Satan or the devil, is actually his spirit brother. So they're brothers, they're spirit brothers, with God being their father and Heavenly Mother being their mother. So Jesus is, in fact, the Savior, but he's the Savior of only Earth, that there's multiple planets and that he's not the Savior of other planets. He's just the Savior of Earth. Other Earths or planets, if you will, they have other Saviors that save them, but that Jesus was, in fact, a, a sinless man, but he was also human right? Because he, he was the literal, he wasn't God. He was literally the, the offspring of, of God the Father. And they also believe that Jesus was a polygamist and a father himself. 
Okay, so that's the belief in Jesus. What about salvation? Okay, so how does one reach salvation? How does one get saved? Well, they believe that everyone receives what they call a general salvation. And everyone gets this general salvation because ultimately humanity is inherently good. Okay, every, every human being is inherently good, therefore you get this general salvation. But there's also something that's called a conditional or an individual salvation. And this is where you get exalted and you can reach Godhood. Okay, so you get to, to reach the status of being a God yourself if by grace, okay, through through the work of Jesus, but then also through your obedience to their laws, their ordinances um, in the Book of Mormon, so your good works and your good deeds, that can get you to the status of Godhood. All right, so this is going to tie in now. We're going to talk about afterlife. Okay, so that's some of the core things leading up to it, but now what happens when you die? All right, there's there's really four big categories, four main places, and then we'll talk about each one of those. But the first one is the lowest level, the worst level, the level that you do not want to end up in. It's called the outer darkness. This is a place of torment. This is for those that were not given mortal bodies like Satan and demons. And it's also for the extremely evil wicked people, but that also includes apostate Mormons. Okay, so they're, they're included in that group. All right, the next level above the, uh, the outer darkness is called telestial kingdom, the telestial kingdom. Now, this is the lowest of three heavens. Okay, so it's still heaven um, to some extent, but this is where the wicked of the world spend eternity okay not the extremely evil wicked people but you know that neck you, you just barely made it out right you were you were a bad dude but you weren't like the worst okay so you still make it to the bottom rung of of heaven all right the next is the second level of heaven and that is called the terrestrial kingdom and this is where horrible people will be including lukewarm Mormons, okay? So you're just kind of, you're just kind of lukewarm. You're just kind of going through the motions, all right? You're not a great, you know, really good, nice, moral person, but, you know, you've done some bad things, but you're not like horrible, wicked, okay? Still not a bad, not a bad place to end up, okay? And that's quote-unquote horrible people and lukewarm Mormons. Well, then you get to the top tier of heaven, and that is called the celestial kingdom. And then there's actually three divisions within this one, but this kingdom itself um, is, is where the good ones end up, right? The, the right people, the good people, uh, the people that live good, wholesome lives. But in order to get to the highest, the third level of the celestial kingdom, that's what everybody's shooting for. That's the one that you want as a Mormon. That's where you get to be a God yourself. That's the full uh, exalted state where you get to have your goddess wives or your 
you know, your God husband and you get to populate your own planet. You get your own planet one day and you get to populate that planet with your, your goddess wife or your goddess husband. And you have these spirit children, but you also get to take your earthly family with you. So whatever family you have here, they go on to the next life, the next planet, and you get to kind of have that family as well as your new family, your new spiritual children. All right, so that is the ultimate goal. The ultimate goal of the Mormon is to reach this exalted state, this um, exaltation, which results again in you becoming a god. You become a god. You get your own planet one day. You get to populate it essentially, and you know you continue to progress in this status and this power, I guess, and in, in, in progression, um, and it continues to kind of build and build. So that is the key beliefs. Um, now, again, a lot of this stuff that we talk about, you're not going to hear your average Mormon tell you all this stuff, right? Like they're going to talk to you about basic stuff, basic beliefs. Um, they themselves may not even know some of the deeper details, the, the deeper belief systems and even the history until maybe they've been in it in a while. Um, but that's, that's the core beliefs. I mean, this is the stuff that you need to know about this religion. Like any religion, you need to know the ins and outs. So that is Mormonism. Um, if you've ever been out to, to Utah, Salt Lake City, there's you know lots and lots of Mormons out there, which now you know why, right? Because that's where Young kind of took the church and you know started Salt Lake City, and they begin developing and they begin building and growing from there. Um, so that's kind of where the church started, and that's kind of where the people are. So uh, if you've ever, you know, talked to Mormons or, or had a conversation with them, you know, they're extremely nice individuals. They're extremely good people. They have good morals. And another thing that I've found is that they are really smart business people. They are like some of the smartest, uh, you know, and, and successful business people. But this is their core beliefs. Okay, guys, again, if you're interested in Mormonism or want to know more, do your own research. Find some good sources. Don't just get one source. Don't just click on some Google site and just start reading. Okay, find multiple sources. Find the history. Find good documentation. Study it for yourself so that you will know um, exactly what these religions entail so that you'll know. You'll know the truth and not what, you know, maybe... Someone falsely says about them, or not what uh, rumors say, but you'll actually know what is truth, because that is what this podcast is about. Right? Is about truth. You understanding truth. All right, guys. So that is it, and that's probably going to wrap up all the different world religions other than Christianity. So next week we're going to talk about Christianity. We've talked about all these others. It's only. Um, necessary that we talk about Christianity. What are the core beliefs for Christianity and key figures and the key event of afterlife, right? What happens when we die? All right. Well, guys, I hope you have a most blessed week. I hope you had a great weekend this past weekend for Easter. hope you had a good celebration, maybe with some family, fun activities. And guys, as always, if you have questions or comments, man, feel free to shoot me an email. My email is in the, uh, the show description. Just title it Truth For Youth. I'll 
get back to you as soon as I can. Guys, and please, 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 please share the podcast. Tell others about it. Leave a rating. Leave a review if you have not already. That helps this podcast to continue to grow and reach more people. All right, guys, that's it for the podcast. We'll see you in the next one. Bye-bye. I don't want to be just someone that's new. I speak my mind so free so you could hear the truth. Yeah, I know that we...